0: On this episode of Tell Me What You Know, we're looking at polar vortexes, winter's way of saying, and you thought you were cold? Yes, last week brought some of the coldest temperatures recorded to parts of the Midwest and Texas that left people without power and clean water for several days. We take a look at what causes these events, and are they really a product of climate change? At the end, we draft our five favorite cool slash cold things. Bundle up. This is Tell Me What You Know.
1: What's going on, everybody? Today is Sunday, February 21st, episode four of season three of Tell Me What You Know, coming at you. We're going to talk about polar vortexes, polar vortices, vortices, no, it's vertex, <laughs> vertex would be vertices, vortexes, right. so I mean, it makes sense, Vort- vortex vortices, yeah, cold weather, last week we I- saw a bunch of cold weather, we really only saw it here in the States, but apparently it was happening all over Europe as well. Imagine that. I didn't realize there was anything that happened outside of the United States or the center. No,
0: I didn't realize that. I just thought it was uh, just the United States that had these.
1: Oh, no. Oh, no. We'll get into that, though. Um, oh, yeah. And we're going to do a little draft later on as well about our favorite cold things. Cold slash cool things. Uh, so, really, anything's up for, for grabs there. Um, start with one thing we learned over the past week. Uh, why don't you go ahead and lead us off with that
0: uh, I learned in some of this research about cold things icebergs last for 3,000 years it's the estimate from snowfall to melt an iceberg can last 3,000 years huh so that uh, iceberg that hit the Titanic is probably still still out there
1: you gotta find that fucker yeah hold
0: a I gotta melt that
1: thing Oh. It'll happen soon enough. Yeah, <laughs> three thousand years but, from now. That's that's what I learned. Nice. Well, um, for the second year in a row, I did a New Year's resolution to quit dipping. Um, I will say I have held to it. I've so I'm off of dipping tobacco. I have found an alternative. And <laughs> snoozing? Uh, no, that's actually tobacco it, still. That's still it's, tobacco. Uh, yeah, these are they're tea leaves. Um, hmm. And they're okay. It's helping me. I haven't, I have not had a dip in six weeks now. So does it give you a buzz? It still has nicotine in it. Um, okay. So that's the next step is getting off that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, we're working on it. anyway. In that, I found that um, tobacco advertisers really blow their load in January, like this when the peak of their advertising happens because everybody's taking their New Year's resolutions to try and quit. hmm A bunch of scumbags.
0: So they're trying to combat that yeah trying to just convince people not to
1: yeah and then i started thinking like well i haven't seen a cigarette ad in i don't know how long but i guess like on the reddit thread i was reading you know it's a ton of like magazine ads and like uh you know they'll have like booths at concerts and stuff mm-hmm. where so one guy was like yeah no uh, it was so hot outside and this this Camel tent had air conditioning. I just wanted to go inside there. I had to scan my ID. I've been getting mailers from them for the last twelve years. I've moved twice, and I'm still getting mailers <laughs> from them. <laughs> so I guess they really—they uh, don't let you go. And they—but so the main point was they really like just spend tons of money in, in January hmm. to get people to, to back off their resolutions. I think they, people start smoking more in summertime, though, hmm. which is weird to me because I feel like smoking and cold weather go more hand in hand. I don't know why.
0: I guess, are you spending more time outside of like a bar or something? I and guess. Yeah, something maybe like so. that Could be. I just, I, I would find uh, the relief of wintertime needing a, a cigarette or something. Like, yeah. Like, you know, just a little, take the edge off this. Well,
1: the coolest part it's about, about freaking, it is blowing all that smoke out. out. You see all that smoke coming out even better in, this, in the winter. That's right. <laughs> That's, That's the right. cool part about it. Yeah. Speaking of winter, we're going to talk about this polar vortex. Not just this one, but all polar vortexes. What they are, um, why they do what they do and some effects they've had. I mean, so basically last week we saw in the middle of the United States for the most part, Texas down to, down to Texas, all the way up to North Dakota and like the whole Midwest basically was just destroyed by Arctic temperatures, I guess. Lots yeah. of snow, lots of ice, tons of power loss, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, and it was a result of a polar vortex. However, what I found out is that while the I think the term polar vortex is relatively new, these are just these are completely very well documented weather phenomena, right? Uh, they've been around since the nineteen fifty. Well, they've been recording them since the nineteen fifties, I guess. Yeah. It seems kind of
0: like in two thousand fourteen, a really bad one happened, and then it was put on the news like a, a weather graphic, and they yeah. called it a polar vortex, and everyone was like, "Oh my god, that's got to be horrible." Yeah, seems like it more of a marketing thing. Yeah. Right.
1: Right. So I mean, essentially, and I'm not a meteorologist, so I could get this completely wrong, but there's this counterclockwise rotation of air in the in the winter poles. So I guess in the North Pole in, in our winter and the South Pole in our summer. And here, and and it's kept up there by like like pressure systems, I guess. And here in like in North America and Europe, we have the jet stream. And when the jet stream weakens, it can kind of push up into the the poles, which warm air goes up to the poles, and then that creates these pockets or these like U-shaped troughs of cold air that push down. And you could really see that that trough shape if you looked at a map uh, last week, where you saw like the coastal elites completely warmed up, and everybody yeah. in the middle just freezing cold. Yeah, big time u shape there. Um, but it's nothing. It's nothing new. Uh, it's completely normal, I guess. I, I think maybe the frequency of them is kind of changing, where they used to be like maybe one every two years or something. They're kind of happening every year now.
0: They're getting more extreme, something
1: more, uh, they're they're occurring more often, I think, and probably more extreme as well. But that kind of brings us to, is this a climate change thing? Right?
0: Yeah. Uh, well, well really what's all that's going on is, uh, energy that hits the equator has to like go, you know, the, the, the earth is always trying to create a balance. So when hot air hits the equator, it moves that warm air north to cool it down and create like a, you know, a stasis.
1: Oh, it's (laughs) like leaving your refrigerator open.
0: Exactly. Cold air comes out, the
1: warm air goes in. Exactly. It's
0: (laughs) trying to balance out that room. Uh, and yeah, exactly. I remember my, uh, watching, uh, the day after tomorrow, that Jake Gyllenhaal movie Mm -hmm. and, uh, it's I skipped like, that one. Oh, it's a pretty good movie. Uh, they talk about like the North Atlantic Current takes warm air, like warm water, and pushes it north. Like th- there's also like uh, a connection between the air and the water, so yeah. the the energy goes north, and that that kind of like forces the uh, as you're saying the jet stream. Like once it hits the Atlantic, it like just juts north, mm-hmm. so it takes all that that air up there. And and yeah, as you're saying, like the Air going around the equator seems to like jut in at random times to the like to the poles. And then you're as you're saying, like that cold air just gets pushed out and pushed down.
1: Right. So causing
0: causing what we experienced last week.
1: Arctic air blasts.
0: Arctic air blasts. Yeah. I was reading an and article.
1: So, Go ahead.
0: But you know, so as the earth gets warmer, we experience longer or more warm days. Uh the Earth's going to have to, like, try to balance itself out in more extreme ways, which could be more polar polar vortexes. That's my theory.
1: Okay. All right. So it's a theory. Gotcha. Okay. <laughs> 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 All right. Noted. Um, so what I was going to say is that, you know, people are like, oh, well, this... There's two 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 people like two different sides of this one, right? There's people like, oh well, yeah, like this just proves that global warming's not or climate change isn't real, and the other side saying like, well, uh, it is real, but does this have something to do with climate change? And so I was reading an article in Forbes by some climate expert, and he was saying that the question like the the, the question he keeps hearing that's incorrect is that uh, is this polar vortex the result of climate change? And there was like he said, him he and his colleagues, like the experts in the field, all agree there's probably climate change DNA within these weather systems. But it's not. That's not the right way to ask the question. The question would be something more like, to what extent is this weather event more intense than it has been due to climate change? Right? He was saying it would be like saying uh, a baseball player uh, that had taken steroids hitting his 385th home run. It's like, well, was that home run caused by steroids? It's like, well. He, may ha- he could probably hit a home run without the steroids, but mm-hmm. there's probably still steroids in a system, you know?
0: Yeah. That They're was probably the... home runs going further and at higher frequency.
1: Right. So like, right. does this storm have climate change DNA? Most likely yes. Is it caused by climate change? Not the right question to ask. Yeah. It's like how, how uh, to what extent is the, are these occurring more often? To what extent is the intensity more severe or whatever? Those are more of the, the questions to ask, I guess.
0: Yeah yeah i think that makes sense and isn't that really what the climate change is just saying like our climate's going to be changing over time and then like like you can't have uh you can't have 300 year storms back to back you know what i mean like they're supposed to be once every hundred years yes you know so we've had i mean how many hurricanes that have been like 100 year storms and had a lot of hurricanes deep, deep freeze was like a 120 year storm uh, yeah, I mean, we could talk Texas. about like
1: we could talk about what what kind of like weather people got and and how that compares to what they historically get. I mean, obviously in Texas they don't get a lot of snow. Uh, yeah, I think maybe like maybe north parts of northern Texas will get some weather uh, like once a year or something like that. Maybe I'm not super familiar, but the fact that you saw people like snowboarding down the street in Austin, Texas. Yeah, they lost everybody. Lost power. All like tons of water pipes broke. I was talking to a friend of mine who lives there. And he was like, well, luckily I'm on the same grid as the hospital, so I haven't lost power or anything, but he had lost water. You know, He hadn't showered in a week, all that kind of stuff. And I also found out uh, through all this, which I didn't know. Maybe you knew this. um, You know, there's three power grids in the United States. There's like the Eastern interconnection, there's the Western interconnection, and then there's Texas. Texas has its own power grid. And I think this started back in like the early 1900s. They were like just trying to get away from federal regulations mm-hmm. and because their power grids didn't cross state lines. They, they were able to like completely stay away from being re- regulated federally. Mm-hmm. And I think uh, I can't remember which president it was, but basically whenever they made it to where electricity sales would be a federal thing, Texas is like, well, well, we'll keep our own here. And that hadn't really, I mean, it's tough to say that, but it kind of, kind of backfired on them this time. I feel like, and I think it's called ERCOT. It's like the. Uh, I can't remember what it's called. The, the acronym is ERCOT, and they're, they're the ones that run Texas's power. Um, they've had a rough week, I feel like.
0: <laughs> yeah, I would think so. I've, I keep seeing people uh, are getting really high uh, electric bills. Really? Have you seen this? No. Oh, p- the, there's some people have gotten electric bills as high as seventeen thousand dollars, and for like the last.
1: Yeah. F- whatever. Four yeah, weeks. Yeah, like or just
0: for the last week. Yeah. And it was had something to do with. And I, again, kind of to your point, like I didn't really realize um, and I, I think you looked into this more just now, but um, there's like some utility company that was offering variable rates uh, and it had something to do I think the demand went you know through the roof and they were telling people that like you should think about switching before one of these events occurs or whatever because you're yeah. going to get slammed like your cost of energy is going to be insane. So It's kind of like you probably pay less in times where you maybe like don't need as much or right you know how you're good about turning your lights off or not running your a c as much uh but then in these last times like people said they didn't change anything and they ended up getting a bill for like three thousand dollars uh' to, surely so that's it,
1: gotta be like an automated thing though, and that's not gonna they're not gonna have to pay that though I would imagine I don't,
0: I don't know. know, I don't know um if suffered this, enough i know well i think it was kind of like this was the uh this was sort of the deal they made uh like so it's it's this company called it's called gritty (laughs) it sounds like a shitty way to get screwed but uh yeah g-r-i-d-d-y and it's let's just see i'm just pulled up the website it's wholesale electricity changes every five minutes so it's like uh, the grid is an interesting and magical thing. It takes energy from generators and moves it along t- along the poles and wires to your home or business, and voila, you can power your lights. The wholesale ad? price of electricity <laughs> is set by the, the grid operator, ERCOT, and can change every five minutes depending on supply and demand. When there is excess energy on the grid prices drop and can even go negative, which means you are getting paid to use electricity. Awesome. And when demand <laughs> is high, like on hot summer days or on or winter storms, prices can spike. The highest the price can go is $9 per kilowatt hour, which has only like happened.
1: That was a lie, it seems like. Exactly. Uh,
0: well, which has only ever happened .005% of the time. Most of the time though, 96.9% to be exact, it is below the Texas average of six six dollars and eight cents per kilowatt hour. Hmm. So yeah. Uh you end up using like twelve hundred kilowatt hours in the week times yeah. nine bucks. Yeah, it's gonna a lot it's money. gonna spike.
1: Huh. That's pretty bizarre.
0: So uh, that's what I mean. It seems like they, they just they ran into that point zero zero five percent.
1: Yeah, they were shorting the they were trying yeah. to Wall Street bets the electric grid there exactly <laughs> to take exactly. Us back a couple episodes
0: um,
1: but getting outside of our you know American bubble I was looking around the rest of the world as well uh, Athens Greece got hammered like just like 12 inches of snow there just completely covered Wow white out conditions Istanbul got hammered as well Syria got hammered like like the University of Damascus canceled all their midterms and all that kind of stuff just kind of places that you would never I mean I had to also admittedly look up what is the average snowfall in these places? And it's definitely, these are, this storm was way above that. Yeah. Um, it's kind of crazy. The, the other part about it is that like you were saying, it's a balance. Uh, there are places in like Greenland and Norway and Alaska that are way above the norm. Cause that warm air has to go somewhere. Right. Right. So like there was guys in Greenland, this guy was like a curator of a museum there. He's like, yeah, it's a real nuisance. Like it's hard to dog sled. It's hard to take people out on like snow scooters and stuff like that with all this going on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, Did- wasn't it at some point like 60 degrees in the North Pole?
1: At one point, it was like 20 degrees warmer in, in Norway and Alaska than it was in Texas.
0: Yeah, that's insane.
1: <laughs> Which is crazy.
0: Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. The, I did see that uh, the winter, just like winter in general, winter things, kills twice as many people as summer heat. Oh. So the winters are way more deadly than the summer. Wow.
1: Yeah. But if yeah, you think about it, it kind of
0: makes sense. Yeah.
1: It's easy just to take all your clothes off and try and cool down. Yeah, getting the Not so shade. Easy to warm up. Yeah. yeah. Um Well, oh, uh, another fascinating fact from around the world. The the River Thames in London. The River Thames in London actually froze over for the first time in decades. Wow. Yeah, they called the storm there the Beast from the East. <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, I mean just kind of crazy weather, but um honestly, well, I've been wanting a big snowstorm here, we just haven't got it. That's I
0: know. We've it's been nice getting like a decent amount figures. of like little little storms. Yeah, it's but
1: not it's not scratching my itch.
0: I don't know. Losing power and I don't uh, want that. I didn't no, know how no.
1: I don't want that. I Losing want...
0: power, not ha not, not being able to take a shower or you know, just drink some water from the faucet. Really, really annoying.
1: Yeah, that's why I pay to live in a building. Ideally we don't yeah. happen to me here.
0: Yeah. Well, that building where you are—it's—it's it's probably nice. It's above the um, subway, right? Like yep. all the power lines and everything yep. would be would be below ground. Correct. It's a good thing. That is a good thing.
1: Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of what else I had here.
0: I—I I was going to touch on uh, some things about. So yeah, why do bridges freeze over quicker than the roads? <laughs> do you know?
1: Uh, yeah, because the air goes underneath it and cools it, so it gets colder.
0: Yeah. Right. Yes, that's right yeah the ground the ground on on normal roads keeps it a little bit warmer yeah so you yeah, have fr- bridges will be the first to freeze <laughs> yeah. uh do you know what to do if you're if you find yourself on some black ice, which is kind of a misnomer of a name like in black. the
1: moment like if I'm driving yeah. yeah uh like if I'm losing control, you mean yeah, you're driving
0: down the road yeah and you find yourself on like, a patch whoa. of ice yeah,
1: I think you're supposed to turn into the way that you are spinning not you don't want to turn the other way
0: if if you are drifting yeah. you're right you turn to towards the direction you're spinning uh-huh. but if they're, just, they're supposed to say like you just don't want to do anything yeah you want to just glide through it and you try slam to slow down <laughs> slam on the gas
1: <laughs> yeah try and get yeah, traction try, back.
0: trying to yeah you want to slow down because slowing down gives you more traction yes and um and what else you don't want to spin. You don't want to turn the wheel, obviously, as I said. And um, oh, shift to a low gear if you can. Right, so you, if you can do all those things you before you crash, yeah, you'll be good to go.
1: When I got stuck in the snow uh, on Christmas Eve, uh-huh. I like had that going in my head because I, I mean I was like all over the place on this road. And I was like, turn into it, turn into it. I was like, you you know what to do? I, you don't do that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I'm turning. Yeah. I'm,
1: I'm cranking the wheel the opposite direction, like immediately. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you it got all goes out the window. Yeah, if you I, gotta maybe really if I change. understood, maybe if I understood the science behind it, like why you're supposed to do that, then I would buy into it more. I mean, I'm not purporting to say that I, what I'm doing is correct. I'm just saying my natural instincts took over. And uh, well, you got to dominate that Yeah, made You in. got to
0: drift it. Yeah,
1: I was Tokyo drifting it, uh, yeah. in Mars Hill, North Carolina. Yeah, we made it. Um,
0: it's a scary. Uh, um like situation to be in though i remember uh being in connecticut one time and trying to drive back to this house driving back back to our house and i was with my mom and like we were like coming back from a movie and like the storm kind of moved in quicker than we thought it was and it's just some of the hills like like a lot more snow fell yeah and you're just kind of like you start seeing it's more more scared of other people right like if they someone's trying to drive a car that really shouldn't be out yeah. And maybe trying to get up a hill that it's like, I don't think you're going to be able to get up. And then once you start coming back down, there's no way you're stopping. Right. Uh, It's definitely a scary situation to be in.
1: Yeah, I need to get a four-wheel drive car.
0: Yeah. It's got to happen. Definitely. Got to happen.
1: Uh, You got anything else or should we go to our draft?
0: Let's go to our draft.
1: Okay. I believe you have first pick this time. Okay. Right?
0: Uh. No. No, you, you've got first pick.
1: It's me this time. Yeah. So this is our draft of Cool, Cold slash cool things, the best cold cool things in the world. Yeah. Uh, I will start with number one. I'm taking Sub-Zero from Mortal Kombat.
0: <laughs> Great. He's an
1: incredible fighter, yep. really good fatalities. Uh, he was my go-to for a while in Mortal Kombat, so I'll go Sub-Zero for my first pick.
0: He's a very, very good pick. Yes. didn't even think about that one. New
1: Mortal Kombat movie trailer just released as well. Oh, really? Yeah, it looks pretty good. They've actually rated it R this time, so there's gonna be. I mean, it's a. I was talking to some people. The first two movies were so bad. Um, I mean, they were good because, like, well, from a nostalgia standpoint, like it was fun to like watch those movies after playing the games and stuff. But oh, yeah. and whoever decided to make uh, a movie based off of a video game that's like the whole point of it is it's like gory and violent and stuff, and then rated PG-13 needs to have their head examined. Like yeah. it's got to be a rated R movie.
0: Yeah, I will say I do like the first Mortal Kombat. I know it's not good, but like. Right. But it's awesome.
1: Yeah, do I like them and are they good? Two different things. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's, I love that movie. <laughs> There's a
1: really cool scene in the trailer where sub Zero is fighting Scorpion and he stabs him and Scorp- blood comes out of Scorpion and Sub-Zero turns his blood into like a frozen dagger and stabs him with that.
0: Oh, that's good. It looks tight. <laughs> I want to see that. <laughs> Check it out. So Sub-Zero. Those are fun games too. Oh yeah. Good games.
1: I wasn't allowed to play when I was little.
0: Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go uh, Frozen Peanut m ms
1: frozen peanut m ms That's right. They're not hard enough?
0: No, I like to freeze them.
1: And what, you just suck on them like they're hard candy? No, no, no you can oh. Chew, chew. Oh, really? Yeah. Mm, my teeth hurt just thinking about that. Oh, no, they're good. I do feel um, like to freeze like chocolate and candy, though, for the most part. Yeah. No, I feel funny. like the peanut. Okay, I'll give it a try next time.
0: Yeah, it's good. I mean, you could, I mean, you could do a, a Reese's Pieces cup if you want. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Those, those are delicious to be frozen. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mentioned this this guy earlier. I'm going to draft the iceberg to start the Titanic. <laughs> okay. Go <laughs>
1: on. <laughs> it's a solid Just, pick.
0: Uh, I mean, it's by far the most popular iceberg. Just the, and, the, uh,
1: the original iceberg heel. That guy played the heel well, so well. So
0: well. So yeah. well.
1: Yeah. All right. Well done. Uh, for my second pick, I'm going to take Cool Ranch Doritos. Ooh.
0: Yeah. Is that... When you thought you wanted to draft cool things, you thought, oh, Cool Ranch Doritos?
1: Well, I was thinking cold, and I said, we should do cold and cool, because then I thought Cool Ranch Doritos. Yeah, Cool Ranch Doritos are the uh, the ultimate Dorito flavor. Don't at me on that you're,
0: one. You're giving me so many other ideas here for my list.
1: Yeah, well, my brain places is weird they sometimes. Gone. Feel free to to amend your list as we go. Uh, my third pick, I'm taking Arnold Schwarzenegger's portrayal of Mr. Freeze in the Batman movies. <laughs>
0: It's a good one. Yeah, chill hey, everybody. out. everybody, chill. chill. <laughs> chill.
1: <laughs> so He's I'll take uh, yeah, Arnold Mr. Freeze would be my third pick.
0: Very good. Uh, I'm going to stay in the movie genre, and I'm going to draft Cold Fusion, Elizabeth Shue's uh, invention in the movie The Saint. Nice. Uh, well done. She was really going to save the world with that one, yeah. and uh, Val Kilmer was going to help her. Um, I'm going to go with a... Uh, Disney Channel original movie, Johnny Tsunami, uh, Skies and the Urchins. He's, uh, the second, uh,
1: was that the second? Oh, no, that was that was the original. That's right. Oh, yeah. He was, was a original. surfer, and they had to move.
0: That's right. That's right. Johnny Tsunami. Yep. Johnny Tsunami. Great, great childhood movie.
1: Yeah. Uh, you, you, you're an urchin, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hate to admit it, but I'm a sky. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely a sky. Yeah. I, I want to be an urchin, but I, I can't do anything. I got to have two things on my feet. I can't just do one board. can't just do one? No.
0: I think I, I skied for a bit, and then I saw Johnny Tsunami. I was like, I'm going to
1: snowboard. Yeah. How'd that work out for you?
0: Uh, it worked out pretty well until last year, two years ago. <laughs> and then I don't snowboard anymore.
1: No, no more. No more <laughs> No more collarbone breaking?
0: No. No more collarbone breaking or no more surgery. separated shoulder. Yeah. Not going to happen.
1: Yeah, he's got to take a lesson. He'll be fine next time.
0: Just got to stay on my toes.
1: Yeah. Very nice. Good call. Yep. Uh, do you have another one, or is that it? Is that your third and fourth?
0: Uh, was, I did Cold Fusion and, yep. and Johnny Tsunami. Okay, yeah. Yep.
1: So my last two. Uh, a lot of people debate, is it, it which one is better, 32 degrees Fahrenheit, zero degrees Celsius? Uh, neither one of those answers are correct. I'm going absolute zero for my fourth pick, <laughs> the Kelvin scale. <laughs> That's right. It's real cold. <laughs> yeah, absolute zero. Um, and then my last pick. I'm going to go with an ice cold uh, Coors Light with the blue mountains on it for my fifth pick there.
0: Regen super cold.
1: Regen super cold. Hot summer day. Those mountains are blue. The delicious Coors Light is ready to be be popped open.
0: It is a very, very delicious beverage. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to stay in uh... – <laughs> no, I'm going to change it up. Okay. Uh, rather than your Cool Ranch Doritos inspired me, I'm going to say the refreshing – cool flavor of Mentos.
1: <laughs> oh, get out of here. Winter fresh mouth. <laughs> You're going to go with that as well? So
0: <laughs>
1: inside your mouth is a sweltering 98.6 degrees, but That's inside right. a winter fresh mouth, it's much, much cooler. <laughs> That's right. Guys right. coming up the escalator
0: yeah. at the mall, popping yeah, a
1: Mentos. Yep, polar vortex strikes, and like the escalator just turns into ice.
0: Yeah, exactly. Don't you always Very love good. commercials that, that depict frozen cool things that you
1: just really want to be in? Yeah, they the the. The, the Coors Light train that just blasts through like a hot sweltering day it makes me want to Coors Light so badly
0: yeah yeah it's very <laughs> very good advertising yeah. the uh, cigarette people should take take note
1: right exactly do it in the summer though when it's hot yeah, yeah. alright so what are some honorable mentions then it sounds like you had some more on your list
0: I, I really like the movie Aspen Extreme kind of like no some, idea what that is some lame 80s ski movies
1: yeah it's like they're gonna sell the mountain and if they don't like if you don't beat this guy in a race the yeah. mountain's gonna be sold
0: exactly it's kind of like <laughs> like uh, perfectly portrayed in uh, the Always Sunny episode like yep. stuff stuff different on the mountain South Park
1: episode all yep. that yep. kind of stuff yep race me down the K13 the K13
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah. no one's ever done that no one, that's right
1: <laughs> Well, you think you're better than me got, Well, let's go meet up at the sock hop tonight we'll discuss it that's right that whole thing that's yeah. right well done um I had uh, just like freeze pops, like the mm-hmm. little ice pop things, you know. Oh, those are good. I eat a box of those in a day easily. Oh yeah, <laughs> just sugar water. Exactly. They're it's delicious amazing. though.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those are that's a good honorable mention right there. Yeah. Surprisingly, yeah, no, we didn't do a ice cream thing. I'm not a big ice cream guy. No, no, it's fine.
1: Yeah, I mean, I, not like an ice, like a like the ice cream truck was more of just like, oh, it's exciting because it doesn't come around often. It yeah. wasn't like uh, I really wanted something out of that truck. <laughs> right Right, <laughs> I had to go stare at the side of that thing and then get the Spongebob popsicle where like his eyes are in four different places.
0: <laughs> Just amazing. That's right. Um,
1: well, cool. so that's polar vortexes. I hope you all learned <laughs> something. Uh, makes me want winter to in now that we talked about, but it's, it's kind of funny that most of our cold things or some of our cold things are like what you enjoy in the summer.
0: <laughs> right. I was thinking that too. Yeah, I, I hate the winter time to be honest.
1: I don't mind that. I like cold weather for a bit. I'm ready I mean when it hits like late February, I'm like, alright, I'm I'm done. When that done. stupid groundhog comes out and tries to tell me how much longer I have, I just want to punch it in its face.
0: To me, I don't think it'd be as bad if, if the light wasn't as short, like the days weren't as short. Yeah. Uh I, I just really miss like, you know, you could work a whole day and then like go do something outside till seven thirty. Summer's days, just way better.
1: There's days in December when you're in the office and it's four thirty and dark outside, you just wanna uh,
0: Yeah. What do are you doing with your things? life? Yeah. Yeah. No. Uh,
1: all right. Well, thanks everybody for listening. <laughs> have a great week. We will be back with another amazing show next week, next Friday. Right. Uh, have a good one. Stay warm, and we'll talk to you then.
0: See ya.